Hey, boom. Welcome back to the show. So today we're going to talk about why entrepreneurs struggle with taking vacations, with retiring. And this episode I think is, is good for entrepreneurs to understand how other people think, right? People that you know, maybe your spouse or your aunt or your grandma that is an entrepreneur. And then also if you are married to an entrepreneur, if you have a, a, a father or mother who's an entrepreneur or a brother, I think this episode will help you understand why they struggle going on vacation, leaving their business that they're trying to build. I hope you guys enjoy. And this is kind of my take on it. I know other people have talked about this topic before, but um, I think this is valuable, especially when running a fund. Peace. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is gonna give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. We are back. Welcome back to the show. So today we're going to talk about why entrepreneurs struggle with taking vacations. This is something my dad has been an entrepreneur his entire life. I have my I have family, a lot of family members actually that are entrepreneurs, run their own businesses, and myself. And it's interesting why we as entrepreneurs struggle going on vacation, leaving work. We, we love work so much that it's hard for us to leave. And uh, I know other, other podcasts people have done shows like this. I want to do one specifically for fund managers and kind of my take on why it's so hard for us. And it's kind of a message to people that don't really understand us. If this is your wife or your kids, they don't really understand why it, like dad, like you, you work all day. You, you must want to go to Hawaii or go, go on the beach in California. That sounds amazing. Right. And in reality, we get on vacation, we head out there and we're just spinning, right? We have nothing to do. We're on computers. We're trying to do more work. And I, I think kids, family members, aunts, uncles, grandparents don't really understand our unique kind of person we are as entrepreneurs. So I'm going to talk about, about that a little bit today. And first off, I want to tell you a quick story. The last um, kind of vacation kind of trip we went on, we actually went to Nashville to this conference and we, uh, we didn't have a lot of money. We were trying to save money. So we just got one hotel room. It was me, my wife came along with us and my business partner all in one hotel room, which probably wasn't the best idea. And my wife didn't really appreciate that, but that's what we were doing. <laughs> and so me and my wife were in one bed and there was my, my, and we were honestly, we were only in our room like 10 minutes a day. It was like, wake up, leave right out the door. And we, we came back at about 10, 11 PM every night. It wasn't like we were at the hotel at all. It was just, we'd sleep, literally wake up and leave. But one night my business partner, um, his, uh, his shoulder, he's playing basketball. His shoulder got thrown out of joint a few weeks earlier. So he was supposed to sleep with a cast on. He's supposed to have this cast, but he didn't like sleeping with it. And, um, he, uh, he, one night he's, and I'm kind of having a bad dream and I'm kind of like rolling around and I wake up and my wife's like, Hey, is Mason okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I, we can hear him on the other side of the room, like kind of groaning, like, ah, he's kind of like, ah, ugh, I don't, he's like, ah, ugh, ah, and he's making these loud groans and we can tell he's asleep too. And I, because I was having a bad dream, I initially said to my wife, I was like, oh, don't worry. He was having the same dream I was and don't worry about it. I know what he's going through. It's totally fine. And right then, cause that was just ridiculous by the way. And right then he wakes up and he goes, ah, he goes, Bridger, my shoulder's out of joint. Come on. He's like, Bridger, help. And I'm like, oh no. so I pop out of bed. I'm like, I'm like, oh yes, yeah. so I run over and he's sitting there. Now he's awake and he's like, Bridger, my shoulder's out of joint. And his, his arm is just laying on the, like on the bed, 
flat right there. And I'm like, crap. And so I go, I run over. I, uh, I, he's like, what do I do? And, I, and I, he's like, pull up my arm. So I pull his arm up and it just, and it like slips back into joint. And, and it would, by the way, I hate like medical. I could never be a doctor. Just like the medical, like I just get kind of grossed out. And that just like, ooh, like just the, that his shoulder popped back into joint. It just freaked me out. And um, anyways, that was a side story talking about our last trip we went on, <laughs> but we got his shoulder back in. I think he's doing better now. Hopefully he didn't like tear too many things. Um, but back to the topic of why we struggle with trips and vacations that aren't work trips. That was a, a work trip. We were waking up, we were going all day. We were learning at a conference. We were meeting people, networking, all this kind of stuff. And that was like so exciting. And, um, a trip though to, you know, go hang on the beach for a week sometimes is maddening, especially if you don't have Wi-Fi. We went to a trip up in a, to a cabin in Montana, no Wi-Fi, and it's very hard to relax. And, um, so people listening that don't really understand us entrepreneurs, it's almost like, it's like, have you ever seen a kid like this? They've got their, their block of toys. They love playing with it's Legos, you know, it's made it's Barbies and they just, that's all they want to do. They're happy. They're content. That's, they love building their little tower and everything. And then when your mom says, Hey, let's go to the water park. Cause that's going to be more fun. You think, no, I'm having as, I'm having as much fun as possible. I love building my structure. I love building something. And for us as entrepreneurs, we're not going to work checking in, checking out. We are building a dream. We're building a, a business that's making income for ourselves, for our family. We're building this something bigger than ourselves. And that's where we gain satisfaction out of life is constructing. And a lot of psychologists tell that, that one of the easiest ways to overcome depression and anxiety, those types of things is to have a self of um, a feeling of accomplishment where you're building something and you're contributing to something, when you're giving to others, when you're serving others, when you're blessing us. And most of us feel like our business is doing that. Every time we wake up and, and sell something or, or bring a product to a new person, it feels like we're contributing, we're helping people, we're giving back to the world. And a trip at Hawaii or taking us away to go to the water park is like, oh, you gotta stop building, you gotta stop doing what makes you happy and go sit on a beach for two weeks and try to stand still. And it's so hard. And, and us, one crazy 1% that decide we want to start a business, especially a fund, it is maddening almost of, first off, you're you're stopping your, your thing that's changing the world, right? A fund, I believe funds change the world. When you're lending to businesses, buying and selling businesses, moving money, I think it, it absolutely changes the world, especially in the, in the fund model where you're really directly sometimes making other people millionaires, making yourself an investor. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff inside of a fund, changing people's futures. And to get away from that, it, it, it like almost to, it pulls you away. And it's, it's like taking you away from that little fun tower of blocks you're building. And um, so like I, my brother-in-law, for instance, he a successful entrepreneur. It, I, I watch him on vacations. We'll go to, we've gone to Lake, Lake Powell in Utah is a really cool place to go. There's these boats, but you never have Wi-Fi. You never have cell phone service. It's in, in these canyons, these red rock canyons, a big lake and we go boating for a couple of days and it just drives him nuts um, to be there because you can tell his head spinning. Like, oh my gosh, I want to fix this. I want to change this. I want to prove this about my business. I want to, I want to hire this person. I want to put this, and he can't do anything. He can't implement anything and just, it drives him nuts because he wants to keep building his building, his little tower, and he can't. It's like he's put in time out almost. That's what it feels like when 
we go on vacation. Now we are, I, and to entrepreneurs from the other side, I think that's, that's helping other people understand us, family members, but we as entrepreneurs need to understand other people better, I think as well. When you have, you know, a spouse or a, a dad or a brother, or whoever you're going on vacation with, a friend or kids, they are, feel like that's freedom, right? That's liberating. And there's a balance of, they, they don't like going to work. It's a nine to five, it's school every day, it's grunge work. And to go to a beach in Hawaii is the best thing ever to just relax, to let go a little bit. And we've got to understand that benefits them a lot, even though it sometimes for us as entrepreneurs, it pulls us away. It actually benefits the other people around us a lot and regenerates, whatever you want to call it, rejuvenates (laughs) their batteries and brings them up. And um, we need to understand that side of the coin of, you know, maybe your spouse, maybe you don't need a vacation for five years straight, but your spouse does because she is burnt out, especially being married to an entrepreneur is like a whole level into itself of giving up valuable time with families, vacations, barbecues, so that your husband or wife or whoever can build their little tower and business and dream. And it might get scrapped to dust and all be for naught. It is hard being married to an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of credit that needs to go to your spouse. Um, And so you got to wake up a little bit and say, you know what? Maybe I don't want to do the trip. I want to stay and build. But my wife, she needs three days. She needs four days. Or my husband it's just been too much. Like we need to give him a break and it's going to, you know, it's going to take me away from my blocks, my little tower, but it'll be worth it because it's going to strengthen our relationship. And I think, um, it's a good lesson that I've learned from other entrepreneurs that taught me. And I, this kind of my twist on it, this episode of, of looking from the spouse's point of view and your point of view about what's going on. But I think it's a fun world. People that listen to the show, I'm, you know, the fact that you're listening, this means you're at least entrepreneurial minded and want to start a fund, want to build something bigger and stop building other people's dreams and start building your own dream. And uh, we're the crazy 1%, man. We're the crazy people that, that go out and we love, it's like you tell, entrepreneurs always say, oh, it's going to be like 60 hour work weeks every week. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like 60 hours. It feels like a blink of an eye because it's so fun. You're so engaged at building this business, this dream, this, this product that's going to go out and change the worlds or change the, the lives of your customers or the people that you're helping out. 60 hours a week goes like, like that and time flies and it's, it's exhilarating. And you know, other people, they work a nine to nine to five or a, you know, nine to eight and they're working 60 hours a week and it's just grunge work and it feels like they're in timeout, right? But with us entrepreneurs, there's a fire that gets lit. And when you taste blood for the first time as an entrepreneur, you get that first dollar there's, I believe there's the, one of the biggest jumps for any entrepreneur is zero to one, like $0 to $1 is actually a very big jump to actually generate true revenue. Your first dollar is a big deal. It's why people like at restaurants, they pin their first dollar, right? When you taste blood and you make your own money, it's money. No one's giving you a paycheck. It just almost generates out of thin air from clients, customers, whatever you're selling and services you're doing. It's like a magic. And it's so satisfying. It's like, wow, I built something, this little tower over here, and now it's kicking off money. And it could be, I mean, right now it's probably smaller than what your nine to five would be, but maybe in a year from now, it's gonna be five times, 10 times bigger. And it, your growth is unlimited. And for most entrepreneurs, you can you can watch them. They, they have a hard time retiring, right? Why do, why do entrepreneurs, why does Warren Buffett, as I think he's like 89, 90 years old, keep running Berkshire Hathaway because 
He has tasted blood so many times. He loves his, his what he's built at Berkshire Hathaway. It's just way too much fun. For him to retire would be to die. A piece of his life would be gone. Now, now that's not true for everybody, but you see this in a lot of entrepreneurs or they finish building businesses and now they build charities or now they go out and build the save the planet kind of opportunity. And they're still building something that's even con- contributing even more. You see the Bill and, um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? Bill, like he's the kind of guy, he's not gonna sit around and play golf for 30 years. Are you serious? He's gonna use his, his beautiful mind and his power and his money to go out and try to change the world. And um, I, I think it's a, a kind of a message to all entrepreneurs. And if you, if you feel that, if you feel that, that calling inside of you, that call, I call it the call of contribution, where you feel like there's something greater inside of you, something more that you could be doing more than what you're doing right now. That's one of the first steps of, I think, becoming an entrepreneur. And um, in, in Alex Sharfin's book, he has actually the entrepreneur personality type. He has three, but that's the first one is the call to contribution that you feel like there's this something inside of you is telling you, you've got to give back. You've got to do more. You've got to be better. And if you have that inside of you, I'd urge you to, to go after it. And yeah, it's a little bit scary, but so is having a nine to five. Nine to five job is, I, I believe, just as risky as having a regular or entrepreneurship journey. Nine to fives right now are out the door. There's like 35 million people unemployed in the United States right now that had previously a safe job. Winter is coming. If you can learn how to generate your own income, first off, it's, it's very satisfying. And secondly, I think entrepreneurship teaches you and, and brings the best out of people. I think most of the time it brings the best out of people where they're trying to contribute and give back and help their customers with their product and service. Anyways, kind of a rant episode for, for today, but um, I think that's it's worth talking about is why we can't retire, why we can't take vacations and we don't want to. And uh, now that being said, I do, you know, everyone's, I do love taking a vacation, right? I, I actually like that a lot and I do it for my wife and family and I think it's actually fun. And when I've built a business, and the last thing I'll say is a, a business that can run itself, a machine, that I am not the business, that I can separate myself from the business and it runs itself is even more satisfying. Sitting on a beach in California and making money, my machine is still running, is like the most satisfying thing in the world um, to me. So it's even more. <laughs> Anyways, I hope this, hope this uh, you guys lean something from this. I hope maybe family members of an entrepreneur lean something from this and entrepreneurs themselves can can learn something. So anyways, love you guys. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. See you later. Peace. Hey, hey, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, I actually have the unique opportunity to sit down with a co-founder of a 20 billion dollar family of funds for an entire hour. And he did a full training on how he launched his fund, how to find investors, how to find your niche in that space. If you're interested, go to investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop on that training for absolutely free. Listen to him for a full hour. It's an incredible training. And that knowledge actually as a mentor helped me launch my first fund. I think you guys will really enjoy it. See you on there. Bye.